Ready Check Radio. What's up, Internet? Welcome to Snowbound, the Blizzard podcast brought to you by Ready Check Radio. It is Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern. That means it's time to talk about some Blizzard entertainment, whether that be World of Warcraft, Overwatch, Diablo, whatever the hell they've got for us this week. Obviously, this week, a big week, uh, yeah, probably going to be talking a lot about the old world of Warcrafts. If you're watching on YouTube or listening to us on Spotify, head on over to readycheckradio.com, R-A-I-D-E-O, and uh, join us live sometime. We do the uh, Snowbound Show Tuesday at 7 p.m., The Relic Grind, which is Final Fantasy XIV Square Enix Podcast, Thursday at 7 p.m., and Gaming Gumbo, Saturday at 7 p.m. That's a general gaming weekly wrap-up. Love to have you. Come join us on chat. Uh, in chat, follow us on Twitch and everything. We've got some nice things coming up if we reach some follower goals. Oh, God. I actually almost hope we don't reach those. Um, but it'll be fun when we do. So, yeah, come check it out. It'll be a lot of fun. Programming note before we get started here today. This will be the last episode of 2020. Next week being Christmas and the week afterwards being New Year's. Want to make sure everybody that's volunteering their time, since they are all volunteers, uh, including myself here, uh, sharing our passion, make sure they have the time to spend that they want to with other family members or friends or whatever, if you're allowed to do that thing where you live. So no shows. that uh, All streamers will be on their normal schedule if they want to stream, though. So make sure you're following the Twitch page so that you get the notifications for who's playing what and when. But today, let's start talking about... World of Warcraft, it's week three completion in Shadowlands. The Mythic Plus World First Rate, or the Mythic uh, Rating World First Race has begun. The Mythic Plus season's already been underway. We talked a little bit about that, so we'll get some status checks from our hosts. First up, Mr. Dom Greco, a.k.a. Zista. What's up, sir? Hello, how's it going? I can't complain there. What do you got? Don't step in that. You failed to not step in the thing during a raid. You feel a strong sense of disappointment. (laughs) Yeah. There's there's too much red in this raid. Everything's red. There's one encounter. It's like three things are red. Some you have to step in. Some you don't have to step in. It gets confusing. Don't step in that, though. Uh, whatever that is. Yeah. We'll talk more about Zista and his raiding experience as we go throughout the show here. Also on the line, ready to chat World of Warcraft with us, Angela Mercurio, a.k.a. India Garona. How are you, Indy? Good evening. I'm doing great. Thanks. You've been streaming a lot. I've been checking out your stream. It's mm-hmm. been fun watching you do yeah. uh, Torghast and <laughs> yeah. <with> some randos. <laughs> One warlock in particular that uh, really wanted to just burn through your group's deaths with the traps and their stones. That was fun. Yeah. Yeah. That, <laughs> well, you know what? I think I just have been so eager to do the content as it's released I'm willing to pug a little bit more than say a few expansions ago, but that said, <laughs> um, you have to be a real glutton for punishment to be a healer and just pug an entire group full of people you don't know. Um, so I'm probably going to do a little bit less of that moving <laughs> forward. <laughs> Couldn't imagine why. I'm probably going to back off from that. A just, a, just a little bit. A little bit. 
well, I guess let's start with the raid first. The Mythic World First raid competition is going on. It is still going on right now. As of this exact moment, we have six guilds tied for first, essentially, with two out of ten kills. Uh, BDGG picking up the first world first kill on Shriekwing and Huntsman. And then I watched just before this show, Complexity uh, drop one on the Sunstrider fight with about 2% health for the uh, the old man himself left there. So pretty close, but that one we might see fall shortly. Uh, but yeah, six different guilds at 2 out of 10. Are you surprised that it's only 2 out of 10 so far, Indy, or did you expect it to be a little further along by now? No, I, I actually like that it's 2 out of 10. I, I don't like to see people blow through progression. It's it's mythic for a reason. It should be hard. It should be incredibly difficult. I don't find the instance to be overtuned. I like things hard. Like it's 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 supposed to be slower progression the higher you go, heroic and mythic. So to see guilds like, you know, just really battling it out is more exciting than seeing one guild just trash the place, I think. Zister, are you along the same lines or or did you think we'd be a little further along by now? Um, I think if you regardless of what you may like to see did you really expect yeah. to go into the show this evening at two out of ten uh i actually thought it would be less than that um because like you look at it compared to like what it's been previously and i think maybe i might have had expectations of it being higher but actually getting my you know toes dipped in the the raid pool uh last week and saw just how it's not even just the raid, it's like how difficult it is to get gear in general, this expansion. Um, that uh, It seems like everything's a little more challenging. So, yeah, I, I definitely didn't expect them to get very far first first day. I thought Sunstrider would have fallen already. I, if you would have asked me, I would have put it at three. I probably would. No. I would have put Shriek, Shriek Wing. I would have put Shriek Sunstrider Wing. Sunstrider is really tough. No, I'm not... I'm not saying that it's an easy fight but out of all yeah. of them i think that would have been the one uh after shriek wing that probably could have been handled and mitigated better than some other fights not to diminish how hard that fight is i just thought yeah. some of the world first uh guilds themselves would have been better equipped for that particular fight over other ones not surprised to see huntsman down but i also don't think i would have been surprised to see huntsman not down uh, at this point either Shriekwing I kind of expected to to fall pretty quickly um, that's more a execution fight than than anything else so and and yeah. obviously these types of guilds execution is usually not a problem uh, for most fights so yeah I, maybe I'm not I, I'd say I at best I expected three out of ten is where I would have put it so Kind of on par. Now, you two did some raiding. I did not raid this week. Uh, and somebody had asked me if I was going to go with you two. And I was like, no, I'm like eight gear points lower than re I really want to be. And I don't want to hold them back or anything. So I'm not going to go. Uh, but you guys did, you did go change? raiding together. What's that? Did you faction change? I did not faction, faction change because I knew I wasn't going to be raiding with you Friday. Um, <laughs> so I didn't, I didn't do it yet. Uh, I will do it. I will do it. Uh, but you two did check out some normal. You didn't make it to heroic, so we're just going to be talking about normal uh, and mm -hmm. personal experiences. We can then go into some things we've seen and read about uh, heroic and, and give some thoughts there. But I want to get 
your two first-hand impressions here. You did take down a couple of bosses. I've already mentioned Shriek Wang being, being more an execution fight than like a raw DPS check, although there's kind of an element to one in there. Um, you took that one down. How many tries did it take? How'd the fight feel? Give us the walkthrough, Zista. Um, I think we ended up killing it on the third attempt. I think that's that's right. Um, we've always kind of been a pull and learn and adapt kind of thing instead of like mimicking a video like exactly you know how some some people in our, our group like watching the video but we've always just kind of been you know hands-on learners so um it's uh it was just trying to figure out the best place to tank them and stuff like that um we ended up tanking them directly in the center of the four pillars um and then that made it easier for people to have the rest of the room to go and that worked all right. I think that was our adjustment we made on the second one. And then I think we uh, we had everybody in like a full circle around and that wasn't working. So we split and did like half and half. Like the first half of the fight, we stayed where the boss is. And then the second half, we moved to the other side to like leave us more room for the end where it gets so hectic. That like mitigated um, the pools, right? Yeah, exactly. So um, and it ended up working really well. We adjusted quickly on that one. So it's definitely, I think it's a great entry-level boss. Indy, was this a pain in the ass to heal? No, see, once, well, when we moved the boss to the middle, it created like a line of sight issue for the healers because there's four columns. Yeah. So it, it's, it's definitely a line of sight issue. But then when we adjusted where we started on one side and then moved to the other side and then the healers could all be on the same side, then it's fine. As a healer, you always get frustrated if, like, there's a line of sight issue. You can't save somebody and they die. Like, that's the worst thing in the world. So once we figured that out, it was, like, easy. And I think it was only three or so pulls. That was one of the quicker ones, I think. So it wasn't Zista being a baddie. It was the room being a baddie. Yeah, I would say so. <laughs> didn't like the pillars. Didn't like the pillars. Uh, what order did you guys do this, by the way? After you did Shriek Wing, did you go straight to Huntsman or did you... Yeah. You went straight to Hunter. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So I that's the way I have them in the show notes, but actually when I thought about it just now, I was like, uh, I don't know if that's the order they did them in or not. The order you have listed is the order we did them in, yeah. Oh, cool. Then, Indy, you thank you for giving them to me in the exact order that you did them. <laughs> I don't think it's the order we killed them in, but it's definitely the order we tried them in. You tried them. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, Indy, will give you Huntsman, also down as far as Mythic World First goes. Uh, how'd this one go for you? It got so this this one I would say probably took. It's hard to say time wise because time flies in a raid for me. Oh, I don't yeah. really look at the clock. I don't remember how many pulls or how long, but I know that it got better and better with each pull. Like you you see the next phase and then you do the next phase and then you're like, oh crap, you know this this thing does that. And for healers in this fight, there's there's a mob that you have to heal. And if it reaches the boss, then you're screwed. So um, once we adjusted that, we figured it that out. Well, you it can was... you can mitigate that though by getting the tank that gets hit with that ability spawning the soul mm -hmm. by topping them up because the the only, yes. the gap that you have to heal in that soul the is the same gap that the tank was missing in yeah. their HP when the the ability was triggered though, right? So you can get out of yes. in front of it if you know it's coming. Yeah, we always got one. And for the most part, they were pretty easy to heal. So I would say that there was, you know, everybody did a really good job keeping the tanks topped off. Um, 
Yeah, that fight was it was actually I think that most of the fights in there were enjoyable to learn. I yeah. like, you know, I like I like getting a little bit further and pushing phase and then seeing a new mechanic. I think this was another like three attempt boss. I don't think it was very much. Uh, like I know like we wiped once in I think it was the second phase. The first the first ad, the first bear or whatever um that we came across, we beat that wasn't a problem. It was the second one where you had to like the only way to to beef it up to take more damage was to CC it. I don't think we quite grasped that right away. And um, uh, our hardest part was stopping like the AOE, so it didn't get broken and could sit up there and build the stack. So I know we definitely wiped once to that, and I know we wiped once in phase three to the pools because we didn't expect that to happen so fast and we didn't like explain that to anybody or, or so pools are being dropped all over the room after seeing that one time is like all right move those to the end, edge of the wall and then we beat it that that attempt so this one we didn't struggle with that much nice nice so who, then who was the hardest for you guys so to to spoil this a little bit you guys got shriekwing huntsman uh lady dark vein hunger uh the destroyer and almost Almost. Almost took out. We had like a two or three percent wipe on Artificer. Artificer Zymox. So those were the five, four of which totally down, one a couple percent left. Which one was the hardest for you guys so far, Indy? Not on the list, Kale, the Sun King. Yeah. Because we did beat our heads against that for like half a raid. Yep. And we spent like an hour, hour and a half on that one. Where was where yeah, was the I gap? Yeah, I think Artificer would have gone down. I I actually have to take the blame for one of those close calls because the vortex that sucks you into the middle. I I swore I could get out of it. I'm like I can just bubble myself and and take the speed boost and get out of this, but I didn't allow it to suck me in, and I ended up dying towards the end of the fight, and that was a two percent wipe. So I'm like, oh geez, I should not have that. That was just my bad. Well, chat, uh, if you want to, you can say your goodbyes to Indy now. Uh, because, <laughs> you know, I did get an email from Zista that claimed exactly what she just said and asked for her to be removed from the show. So, uh, <laughs> for that? Yeah, yeah this, is, yeah. This, is a, this is a world first podcast, Indy. If you can't. <laughs> oh, my. So, close call on there. Uh, so now let's go back. Lady Darkvane, something that you were able to down Zista. Give us the yeah. play-by-play the, the -play here. So this fight, we had um, two of our uh, more vocal raid leaders. Uh, we had our, our Druid Emmy and our former raid leader, Thilladrin. Uh, um, they were doing all the work with the Anima tanks where we had to drain all that stuff. They had that down to a science. Um, so it was just learning the rest of it. And on the first night, well, this that was certainly the last does boss make we... that fight a little bit easier if you've got oh, two people absolutely. that know those uh, the the drains, when to drain, when not to drain, when to let one fill up. If you've mm -hmm. got two people that you don't even have to explain it to anybody, they just yeah. know that takes mm -hmm. a, a lot of pressure off the rest of the team there. Yeah. So, like, we got really close the first night and we missed it by just a little bit. And we were already like 10 minutes over our raid time. Everybody was, you know, they stuck around for one more poll. We made a poll at like 10.55 when our raid ends at 11. So we were like, you know, everybody stayed for a little bit extra. That was the attempt. We almost had it. And then we were like, we'll get it tomorrow. But we knew um, 
Phil was not going to be there for the first hour and a half of the raid. So we tried to go work on, that's when we went to work on uh, Sunstrider uh, instead uh, to get him. So when he was able to get on, we can go back to that boss. Um, so we were just getting our feet wet with something else. And I think it was maybe two pulls after that, that night we got it. Our big problem was um, after empowering each of the tanks, um, if you didn't kill him by the time the fourth one was finished, you would basically hit like a enrage, yeah, a, soft a soft enrage, enrage. or whatever. Um, so we were originally blowing lust at the start of the fight. I think we held it to the end of the fight, and then we ignored the ads uh, at the last like ten percent. So we ended up with two ads up at the very end of it that people were just like kind of off tanking or something like that, and we just focused the boss, and that made. All the difference we needed, and we were able to take it down. Indy, this one can get a little fun for healers. How do you? How did you like this encounter? Uh, the dark vein. Yeah, I I loved it. <laughs> I don't know why. It strangely like the the balls. I can talk about those, and the lasers reminded oh. me strangely of like the Sinestra fight. Mm -hmm. The coordination that was required for Sinestra. Oh, Zista probably remembers me on Sinestra, which I failed miserably at. But this one. I like I had it down from a really early thing. You get an arrow over your head. Three seconds later, the balls spawn, and then you know exactly where to go. And I was like, I hope I get targeted. I think it's a fun mechanic. I literally wanted to be the target. And uh, I had no idea what was going on with the tanks because that was DPS and whoever was in charge of the tanks. So it was nice to not have to worry about tanks. Are you guys laughing at me right now? <laughs> you, no. You got this thing for balls. Like, I've been watching your stream lately. And <laughs> no, because Earning channel that points. And there was yeah. all kinds of talks about emanating balls from the healer there. And now, the and now you're like, please put on. the arrow on my head. I'd like to deal with the balls. <laughs> but, but here's the thing. The trinket that I had on does, um, it procs balls. And nobody ever grabs them. It, it gives you a, a, a stat boost and it gives you a little heal. And it's like, guys, grab these. I can't take them all. I mean, for me, it's usually the healer's too far back. So I don't want to go away from the boss to get them. So, Well, that's... you're a demon hunter. You could like easily just... I mean, I could, but then that's still two seconds. I'm off of the boss. <laughs> I'm done. Sorry. I'm done. I'm done. Ladies and gentlemen, that is the uh, end of the show. Enjoy. We'll see you next week. All right. I guess we'll keep going. I guess we'll keep going a little bit. <laughs> Let's just cue that up. I don't know why anybody won't come. Guys, come grab my balls. Come on. I can't possibly take all these balls myself. I can't. There's too many. <laughs> Sister, if you were a real man, you'd fly over here and grab these balls. <laughs> yep. yep. <laughs> yes, just, sir, on your night, we are talking about balls, and yes, Indy started it. Um, <laughs> Hungering, how'd you guys do on the Destroyer? You got your kill. Was this nasty, Indy, or did you? was this a clean one after a couple of attempts type deal? I, I think Hungering was pretty quick, if I remember correctly. I believe it was the second attempt. Yeah, it was fast. So easy peasy. There's too much to learn on that one. Easy yep. peasy. Yeah. Soak stuff, don't stand in stuff, and run away from stuff. That's it. So if you get Zista's achievement from the top of the show, then you cannot do this fight yet. You cannot do this fight because you cannot you cannot get standing in the stuff. 
So what caused, besides Indy's lack of being world-first skills, uh, really, I'm sure, Indy, it wasn't exclusively your no, fault. It wasn't her. It wasn't her um, fault at all. But everybody always feels like it's their fault. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Um, you know, I, I wasn't even like there, and I'm pretty sure it's like my that. fault. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Had <laughs> yeah. I been there, that two percent, yeah. you know, no, even honestly, though I'm a ten. The, uh, the the hard part for us was uh, our figuring out what to do with our tanks in the final phase. Because when the tanks get that that buff or debuff on them, where they like explode and deal out a bunch of damage and, and stuff all around them, when they're getting sucked into the portal and then they have to go in the portal and the portal's right where the rest of the raid is, it's trying to figure out where they can be, especially when we have like a death knight that doesn't have a lot of mobility, you know, and stuff like that. So it's, it was just kind of figuring out where they needed, needed to be during that phase to not kill other people and to still be able to like survive. Um, that was, that was the hardest part for us. And uh, every single attempt we lost a tank because of, of that. Um, but we were consistently in phase three, uh, I think on the second or third attempt. And then for the remainder of the night, we were just, constantly wiping at like 10%, 5%, 3%. Like it was getting closer and closer every time. And uh, I thought we were going to get it on the last poll. And then I think that one ended up being like a 10% wipe or something. So we're like, well, at least we have something to look forward to next week. We're pretty sure we're going to get it down this week. Indy, I do want to know, you didn't down this one or anything, but I do want to know, go back to Sunstrider a little bit. What did you, you were really pumped about that fight, a healer fight in the vein of, you know, the Syndragosa fights. Um, what did you think? Did you enjoy it? Was it everything you hoped it would be? Did you say hi to your boyfriend while you were there? <laughs> I did say hi to my boyfriend. Mm -hmm. there, um, there's Twitter proof of that. Yes. Uh, somebody, yeah, somebody made a comment on it that said that it looked like I was being all notice me senpai because I was like kneeling before him. <laughs> <laughs> that said, uh, the fight is it's way harder than the Sendragosa encounter because there's a lot more going on. There's like Sendragosa, yeah. yeah, there was mobs coming in. You had to control those. You had to fly through the things. But every healer could get a healing buff by doing that. This one is like only one healer can pick up that buff. And through trial and trial and trial, I kind of worked out and figured out that like that we weren't doing it right. Like you're supposed to control these. Well, at least most of the guilds that are doing this were, were controlling these, these, um, what are they? Fonts. So that you're not pushing him into the next phase with all these ads up. You're kind of controlling right. the phase push. And we weren't doing that. <laughs> and there was... I think the healers weren't on the same page as the DPS and the, the healers weren't even on the same page as the other healers. So it was kind of confusing because you really just have to pick one healer to get all the buffs and you have to make sure all the healers aren't um, pushing those fonts over. 100%. And it's a timing thing too, so that yeah. you're, timing, you're keeping exactly. that buff up for as long as possible, not just necessarily getting the biggest buff possible for the shortest amount of time. Right, but usually one healer gets it, yeah. and the rest of the healers are like watching to make sure the fonts don't get pushed over 100, and then when everything's ready to phase push, then they just do all of them at once. Yeah, they just burst. Something like that, yeah. Sister, so. were you a fan of this one? Um, Honestly, there's so much going on in that fight, I still don't even know what's going on it, <laughs> in it. So... <laughs> <laughs> so um, 
it's just it's hectic i don't i that doesn't mean i don't like it i'm just overwhelmed that's that's all well, you might not be the only one, though, because going into the uh, start of the Mythic World first race today, there were uh, some concerns and some challenges with just the normal and heroic versions of Castle Nathria, with world-leading guilds still taking about two days from the actual patch drop last Tuesday when we did the show before there was a Nathria clear. Now, that... Like, you might not be surprised that there's one, two, or three bosses killed in the Mythic, but I, come on, all of all of you have to be a little bit surprised that it took two days for world, for any world first on the heroic side of things. Zista. Yeah. I love 100%. it. Big fan. Indy, Indy just likes when they're, the challenge is there. That's all. Yeah, because, like, think back to, okay, I'm back in my day, get off my lawn, this, that, and the other. Back I'll kill both ways in the snow. Back in classic, did anybody clear Molten Core in one day? No. Blackwing Lair? No. Nax? Definitely not. AQ? You mean no. in Vanilla? In classic, they did. I'm sorry, Vanilla. Vanilla. <laughs> sorry. And I, I was part of one of those hardcore progression guilds rating five days a week, you know, and it, I liked it. I loved it. Yeah, but yeah, you also had a you different caliber of player back then too. Uh, True, but I still think that casual and, like and a, more to casual. be honest, quite a few of those fights lasted as long as they did because they were bugged to hell and back. <laughs> so I mean, there there's different circ. I see the point, but different circumstances. Having tentacles spawn inside the wall, so you can't get any clears on it for you know right. the first. Everybody's in the stomach getting zapped by lightning that's happening outside. <laughs> that's fun. Yay. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I see your point. And, and I'm all up for challenges. Like, you know, I'm, I'm probably not going to be clearing Mythic Nathria anytime soon. But I'm I do gonna. want a challenge to be presented. Like, I don't want to... Honestly, looking for raid and expansions past was just... It was so painful for me to do because it was like this. This is you could sleep through this, and then even yeah. when you got into the normal, and sometimes in some fights the heroic, you were like this. There, there was almost a gap between we're gonna feed it to you, and you're gonna have to give up your entire life to be able to clear this, and mm -hmm. there was like almost nothing in between for some of those fights. I do feel like hey, normal and heroic here are gonna present more than adequate challenge but accomplishable for me without having to sell off my children and not do anything with the family anymore because I've got to raid eight hours a day. So they did uh, make some changes, by the way, though, before we went into the Mythic race. Now, a lot of changes, if you look at the hot fixes from like the 11th and the, the 14th, they did the final class sweep. Uh, through everything before Tuesday's patch, which I think all of us expected, right? That's pretty typical. Uh, the last minute wave through abilities. Some PVE issues, some PVP issues. You might want to take a look at the hot fixes. We're not going to go through each individual class, but is there anyone you guys wanted to spot out? Because some of them were pretty substantial. Um, no. Not in particular. I'm just happy no, okay. that I get 5% more damage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, as far as the raid itself, though, they did fix a few issues, but in addition to just straight fixes, there were nerfs. I mean, for lack yeah. of a better term, there were nerfs to a couple of fights, including... Sun King. Sun King and Lady uh, Darkvane. Mm -hmm. Lady Darkvane. 
this was right before. I can't find the damn thing now. Let me do a control F real quick. Uh, 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 there we go. So the health for uh, Dark Vein was reduced by 10% on both normal and heroic. And then her Harness Spectre's health was reduced by 10% on normal and heroic too. That's a pretty big cut going into that, yeah. uh, into that fight. And then your Sunstrider... Um, yeah, there's, there's quite a few of these. So let me go through these for you. Uh, soul Pedestal healing substantially increased on all difficulties. Enemies in this encounter now berserk after 14 minutes on normal and heroic difficulties. Rockbound Vanquisher's concussive smash damage reduced by 15% on normal and heroic. Bleakwing Assassin's Crimson Flurry initial damage and damage over time cut by 15% normal and heroic. Shade of Kalthos, uh, Ember Blast reduced by 20% on normal and heroic, and then fixed an issue where he could fail to disappear when you, when you won, uh, or when he was defeated, the Shade. So quite a few nerfs. Again, I don't think any of this was unexpected, but I was surprised, particularly in, in Lady Dark Veins, that 10% that is a pretty big cut. That is off by yeah. a lot. I'm used to seeing the 5% number thrown around. Anytime I see 10 and in some patches we've seen as high as 30, then that just tells me that there was a big-time overtuning problem, Zista. Yeah. Um, I definitely, there's a lot of changes that they did with Sun King as well, where they increased stuff by, like, 150% uh, extra um, healing done and stuff like that. And that fight, definitely, like, we had a lot of trouble with that. So I feel like some of the stuff is overtuned, like, in the, the Lady Darkvane fight, like, we're DPSing and I'm sitting there going, if this was like last expansion, this boss feels like it would have been dead already and we're at 80%. <laughs> it's yeah. just like, it seemed like things were taking forever. But I don't know if that's a product of like the number squish and seeing lower numbers and having, you know, bigger health pools. And um, I feel like stuff was still tuned around like the internal testing before the squish of when things were like level 120, because I know even in the patch notes when they first showed off Nathria uh, on the official Blizzard tweet, they said uh, level requirement 120 and everybody's like, uh, that's going to be a little hard to get into. Um, there's something wrong there. So yeah. <laughs> I think part of that might have had to do with the squish. Indy, how did the loot go for, for your group? I mean, I, I think it, we, we rated after the, the hotfix. Because no, I, I read that the hotfix didn't go no, live until it, yeah, today. it didn't go live until today. Oh well, I didn't think that there was any excessive amount of loot. I know they wanted to be comparable to like the old dungeons, the amount of loot that would drop for a raid. I don't think that there was like any kind of extra loot that people were getting. I, I think mean, in in relation to the size of the raid, the number of people who actually got loot was kind yeah. of, if if anything, not it's, great. <laughs> it seemed about on par where it should have been but blizzard is saying that's too much yeah so, yeah. It's so be lower than a that. hot fix Gearing introduced today uh in the in the patch this was posted about a few days ago but it was introduced in today's patch uh blue post soon after the castle nathrio raid went live for normal and heroic difficulties this week we discovered a bug that was causing an unintended additional amount of loot to drop. Due to this bug, bosses have been dropping an average of five items for a 20-player raid group, when an average of three items is intended. 
Throughout the design and testing of Shadowlands, we had a consistent goal of bringing a similarity, uh, yeah, similarity to the rate of loot acquisition that players experience in each of the main endgame activities, raiding, mythic keystone dungeons, and PvP. This bug, if left unaddressed, would prioritize normal and heroic raiding over similar difficulty dungeons and PvP progression. We're developing a fix for the issue, which will be implemented with the scheduled weekly maintenance, which was today. Uh, neither the bug nor the fix will affect conduits and legendary memories as their drop chances are determined separately from loot. So people were getting more than they bargained for, but Blizz says that's not, that's not a great thing. But you guys didn't feel it. You guys didn't feel like we're getting more than we should. How many were in the group? Um... I think at a high we might have had like twenty two. Okay, so you were uh, you, you were right in the fifteen to twenty five, you know, bread yep. basket uh point since everything's based on usually twenty people for, mm -hmm. for these kind of drops. And you weren't noticing that hey, we're getting five, six drops per boss. Oh, we we were definitely getting around five drops per boss. But that uh, felt right to you then. So this right, three yeah. is gonna yeah. feel lower for both of you. Absolutely. It's fine. So let me play devil's advocate then. Like I can under... Okay, so first off, the way they have it balanced, it would have prioritized raiding. I get that. Let's... That's face value. We can't really argue that. You would raid rather than PvP if the rewards were better. You would raid rather than Mythic Keystone if the rewards were better or you had a chance at more rewards. Fine. Now, so the argument becomes, well, then shouldn't all three of these things be five instead of three? Instead of pulling raiding back, equalize Mythic Keystones. But if you look back at the way we progressed in previous expansions, right? We had the, the Heart of Azeroth. We had the Artifact Weapons. Those were our primary power progression points in the expansions. We don't have those here. So now, by default, we revert essentially back to gear acquisition, a la Burning Crusade, a la Wrath of the Lich King. You know, those expansions gear acquisition becoming the the power play throughout the expansion i can almost see why they need to peel this back then because that is if they're dropping five six things per boss then we outpace the delivery of content uh, oh, i think absolutely. is the issue here azista yeah, they, they've said that uh, while crafting this expansion, they've learned a lot of lessons from going back and releasing and working on classic you know, WoW again, and they wanted to uh, utilize some of those ideals and philosophies over into the current content. And I definitely feel that. I definitely think that that's what's going on there, and I have a lot of people that have come back uh, that have been playing classic and are now playing you know, live servers and going, you know... This is starting to feel a lot closer to what it was like back then, you know. But that's not always good, Indy, because you want to feel rewarded for your time, too. I feel rewarded when a boss goes down. <laughs> All right, take it down no, six do. times and you don't get your magic healing plus 75 pants, and it feels you pretty shitty, though, doesn't it? They've made. I mean, the the vault is amazing. The vault gives when us it, more than... Well, when it's not bugged, which we'll talk about next... <laughs> <laughs> Indy got Indy got the token from from the raid. She got her. I weapon, saw the so tweet. You, that's all she cares about. That's all she cares about. She got her weapon. She doesn't I need anything else. I saw the tweet. It's a minor upgrade. <laughs> Just but... a, a minor one. A little one. 
a little one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But by you can, I mean, look, ahead, people Andy. can farm mythic keys if they really want loot. If loot yeah. is the the goal, you can farm mythic keys till your heart's content. Yeah. Well, even with that, like, so they've changed the mythic keys how they work since last expansion yep. too. And uh, if you're doing the the keystones within time, you'll get two pieces of loot. If you fail the timer, you don't meet the time. Only one person in that that group gets loot. So that used to be two people get loot no matter what. So everything scaled back. I mean, it makes sense, mm -hmm. but I do have that concern of then the content sometimes doesn't feel as rewarding as maybe maybe it should uh, because the progression feels slower. I get why they've done it. Don't worry, Blizz. I'm on board for this one. I was on board back in the day when I had to do Shadow Labs Heroic 90 fucking times for a piece of Warlock armor. Fine, you got me. But I definitely hear the arguments of then it, you know, how many how many mythics do I run and not get a drop? That yeah. sucks. That feels awful. And to your point, Indy, yeah, you have the Great Vault, uh, which is certainly going to help guaranteeing some type of, of reward uh, and multiple ways to kind of influence what you're going to get there. We should mention that's bugged. Um, <laughs> so in uh, Blue Post answering uh, the topic of a bug in the Great Vault, uh, Kyvac says the there currently is a bug, yes. Uh, the mouse over tooltip that lists your top runs has been excluding runs that fail the timer. That is a display issue only. The rewards will be correct on Tuesday, and you do not need to beat the timer for your Mythic Keystone dungeon completions to count towards prog progress. Uh, however, the Great Vault not updating, that's a separate issue. There's often a delay of a few minutes before the Great Vault UI updates to reflect a recent Mythic Keystone completion. While we look into that, we found that logging out of WoW and back in does essentially make it force updates. So nothing as far as your loot. Everybody can settle down. Your loot is okay. It's a display I, I ran, issue though. I ran some mythic keys. I pugged some mythic keys all the way up to server reset. It was last night and uh, I went back to the vault each time. We f I, I failed like two out of three keys because the groups were so trying. Probably have that damn warlock in all of them, huh? Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, somebody said it should make a rage compilation. That's how bad it was. Um, <laughs> so, But I went back to my vault to check after each one, and I got credit regardless of if we made the timer or not. So that must have been fixed before today. Yeah, it was fixed. It was fixed yesterday. Yesterday. Um, yeah. I, uh, so it definitely works. I noticed it because the day before I had finished a run, uh, it was, uh, I forget if it was a six or a seven, uh, the other side. And um, we didn't make the timer. And uh, I went back to the, the thing to look. I checked on it twice and it didn't show up. And then I logged on later that night to check, uh, to do my mod dailies and it had registered by that point so later in the evening it was fixed yeah. oh what else we got oh yeah 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 looking for raid almost forgot about that one looking for mm -hmm. raid to open up so we've got uh what just wing one right now right yeah who, who who's all in that one zista uh huntsman uh hungering destroyer and lady dark fan i actually ran it just before the podcast so did it um, did it feel super easy mode? Um, 
Yeah, there's a lot of uh, dumbed down mechanics and stuff like that. We didn't wipe to a single boss. Um, but it just felt like stuff had so much health. Uh, like, I'm just used to LFR stuff dying like really fast, but the stuff stayed up for a while. And I'm sitting, I'm like, well, at least it's going down faster than normal, but still felt it was up a little too long. Uh, congratulations, Lazarus Imperative clocks in the world first hungering destroyer kill uh so now we've got a guild three of ten in the mythic world first race congratulations there uh that just happened so i wanted to ask before we leave this the topic of gear and and raiding and and pve content you've now had a week of the regular and heroic dungeons and the mythic dungeons being open in week two now mythic plus being a viable option for the dungeons i've got a favorite i've got a least favorite i have to imagine that both of you have one too now so let's now that we're three weeks in we've played all the different difficulties i still this is very nobody's going to agree with me i love plague fall i don't know what it is about it uh it is still my favorite dungeon and i know that this is probably towards the bottom of everybody else's list uh because it's not a great great dungeon like doesn't it's not earth shattering i just think i like the aesthetic i like the feeling that it's you know it's very i don't know it's almost nax ramus uh five man to me yeah. you know, i have some memories of that going on with some mechanics and the slimes and all that stuff so yeah. that one's got to be the best for me I i'm gonna hold back on my worst here because i might get flamed for this one because i think it's going to be one of your two favorites first so indy do you got a favorite out of the dungeons you're going to tell us after, though? Oh, after yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Okay. Is Plague, can I ask you if Plagueful is the one with the meat hook guy, the, the chains? No. No, no oh, that's okay. uh, that theater. Is, uh, theater pain, yeah. Okay. Are we talking about, like, mythic? Because it changes. It doesn't matter mythic. the difficulty. Like, your overall, now that you have run all the difficulties, what is your favorite dungeon? And if it's, it has to be on a specific difficulty for you to be your favorite, then obviously tell us what difficulty. You got... You guys know how much I, I dis dislike Ardenweald, but Mists has grown on me in Mythic because it's super easy. I I feel like a lot more useful as a healer in that one. Um, but overall, I really enjoy the other side because you get a little bit of everything. And I love the the Ooh, Millhouse. I did not expect Millhouse that. Millhouse Mana Storm. I did not expect that. Zista, mm -hmm. your favorite? Uh, favorite dungeon is also the other side. Uh, favorite encounter is the final boss in uh, Theater of Pain oh. um, on Mythic. And least favorite dungeon is Mists of Tirnasite. Uh, you went ahead and give us your list fa least favorite there. So go ahead, Indy. You can well, give us your least. Well, I have a different least favorite for Mythic Plus, so I'll, I'll save that. All right, well, go ahead. No, give it. Oh, your camera's on you, brother. Okay. Uh, least favorite for Mythic Plus is Plaguefall. Uh only because I hate the whole beginning to the first boss. All right, I gang, that's the end of the show. We'll see you next week. <laughs> I love the rest of the dungeon from... <laughs> <laughs> Everything from that first boss after, I love the rest of it. I just... The, the very beginning, I can't pop my uh, immolation aura because it pulls like a thousand... Uh, yellow, whatever the idle mobs are, like yeah. the the ones you don't engage. 
There's birds everywhere that get aggroed off mushrooms and stuff if you stand too close to the thing. Chain lightning hits everything under the sun. Like, it's just too packed, too clustered. I hate the start of that dungeon. It's because he's a demon hunter. It is. I, mean, I don't have chain lightning around. as a demon hunter, but yeah. Indy, your least favorite? Least favorite Mythic Plus. I cannot believe he said this fight because this was my least favorite. The last boss of Theater Pain. I love this instance. Theater Pain is an amazing instance. The last boss can just go somewhere. <laughs> I... <laughs> it's my favorite encounter in the entire game. It's just so much. Like for a healer, if I was a druid healer, maybe I could roll with that but there's so much you can't even stand for a second and cast a one second heal there's so much in that last phase Omi in the uh, chat deal with Plaguefall it. is the worst uh, if we could get a mod to go ahead and time out Omi real quick please uh, <laughs> <laughs> slander uh, I hate theater of pain I I like the encounters don't get me wrong I like the aesthetic of the dungeon I like the encounters that's the problem I hate running it with random people uh, yeah. I absolutely just want to shoot myself right in the eye uh, <laughs> anytime I run this with random people. It is just an absolute nightmare. Absolute I love the nightmare. dueling boss because I always love getting paired with the other DPS and see who's going to win because like, our tank went ran one night Katajara as, uh, as DPS in there and I'm like, please don't let me get him. Please don't let me get him. <laughs> I didn't want to lose to him. And we fought and I like barely beat him with like 5% HP left. It was it was actually a lot of fun. I cannot stand it. Uh, which is a shame because I do like some of the encounters, but every time it pops, I'm like, God, no. No. Strangers <laughs> in here. Oh, internet. Oh, bad storm. Thunder and lightning. Oh, no. The router, it's on fire. I'm going through a tunnel. The router's on fire. Oh, shit. Uh, I forgot I don't have like, electricity. Gotta go. Like my goldfish is drowning. Yeah. <laughs> oh, kid just shit everywhere. Got to change their diaper. <laughs> My youngest is 13 years old. I was going to say, he's 13 years old. You never know. Oh, they just pooped. <laughs> or no, the old standby, right? I'll type it in chat. <laughs> Cats and dogs living together. Mass hysteria. <laughs> Thanks, Nick. I'll just put I, that I in chat. I guess that. You were going to guess that's what I was going to say? Yes. <laughs> Got to go, wife aggro. <laughs> Got to go. <laughs> uh, all right, before we leave World of Warcraft, two little neat stories that I, I kind of like this stuff, and I don't know why. Indy, 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 mm -hmm. Indy, <laughs> Indy, yes. Indy. Yeah. Indy. Yes. There's a player who's played a panda. Yes. And they've done this before. <laughs> But they have now officially done it in Shadowlands. Hit the level 60 cap just by picking some flowers. That's it. Never fought a soul. Never picked up a sword. Didn't do any of it. Double Agent has done it again. Did it back in 2014. Now has done it again uh, with a new level cap of 60. Just not even allied with anybody. Yeah, it's they so did heartwarming. It. They did it. Indy loves stuff like this. He did, he doesn't he doesn't even kill critters. Like he he slays no one, nothing. He takes no lives. He just picks flowers. <laughs> how how beautiful is that? 
He's a pacifist. I do not have the time to even try to do something like that. No. It's I some, have a lot of respect some serious for dedication. It. It's yeah. I have a lot of respect for it, but it's like I feel like doing it once is like a great sense of accomplishment, but yeah. now like after you do it a second time, it's like everybody expects you to keep doing it. So it'd be like every single time a new expansion would come out, I would dread that. Yeah, they're like, probably just feeling sick. Oh my god, the expansion, the expansion <laughs> comes like out I can't in a even month. Like play the content, like all the new stuff, because nope. everybody expects me to I've, be max level. You know, gotta go. Pick in Shadowlands. Tomorrow. He had it a bit easier though because it only took what 16 17 days versus over 100 yeah oh yeah yeah bargain an absolute yep. bargain yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. speaking of things yeah. i thought indy would like so i put them in the show notes uh cnet did an entire story this week uh written by steph panicasio and i apologize if i pronounced that incorrectly uh that was like fully dedicated on cnet to how Blizzard keeps the story straight, keeps the lore straight. And, and as a lore hound, Indy, I was like, I think I'm going to put this in the show notes. I think Indy will like this one. And I don't know if she saw it. So I'm going to put it there. Uh, I actually read through it. Like, you know, I like the lore, but I'm nowhere. I don't have it all stored up here or anything like that. And of course, there were some things in here that I imagined they do, like have whiteboards and, you know, dotted strings going from one thing to the next stuff. But I thought it was a neat little behind the scenes look at how a team of people keep all of this together over what is now a decades spanning epic tale. Did you like it, Indy? Yeah, absolutely. And to be fair, I don't have it all stored up here either. As a matter of fact, um, I'm going to go back to the Chronicles and just start reading them again because I want to go back to the beginning and just kind of like go through it again because if you've been playing this long, and maybe some people retain it all, but I certainly don't. There's stuff that I want to go back and reread. Wait, this game has a story? Yeah, I was just going to say, I can only talk to Indy it's about lore story. because Zista has no clue. No clue. I mean, I own the Chronicle books. I've I've gotten through like half of the first one. It's no. like, I have used them to hold tables up and <laughs> and keep things from it's falling off my desk. my closet, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, what else but happened? Actually, when I when I saw this uh, article when when it was posted in the show notes, I didn't see it. Otherwise, uh, first person popped into my mind was actually our lorekeeper, Little Missy. Yeah. Oh, like, absolutely. You know, she's got to be loving this. But I did read through it, and it's actually kind of surprising of some of the like methods that they go to. Like, remember, I would be just like, can we just make a wiki, like our own private internal wiki that doesn't, you know have other people editing like you know just have, yeah there's like, no mention that of that but that's got to exist yeah. right yeah. yeah they have to have like a hidden wiki the, that they use but they don't mention it for this yeah. <laughs> they're just they tried to make it like very like how we would do it if we didn't have access that we've like made our own little databases and yarn yeah, and connecting postcards on our and, walls yeah. and stuff like yeah. that and I'm sure there's an element of that, but yeah, there's probably a wiki behind the scenes. Or maybe they're just like, they're to the point where like, fuck it, just check the wiki. <laughs> <laughs> Fans have been doing this enough for us. We don't have to do it anymore. Well, because I mean, like after that mishap that they had with Burning Crusade and the Draenei and all that, you yeah. know, that people have kind of been putting them under a magnifying glass. So mm -hmm. they, they definitely needed to keep, you know, have like a lore keeper dedicated to keeping this stuff all in check. 
A couple of last pieces here. Other Blizzard news from Activision Blizzard. Uh, If you didn't didn't read this or see it, head on over to uh, MMOBomb.com where Jason and I uh, post a bunch of stuff with Q and and some other contributors. Uh, There was a story earlier this uh, last week about uh, six-year-old Rowdy Rogan being banned by Activision uh, from Warzone. And uh, yeah, so if you don't know who that is, six-year-old phenom and you know whatever pvp you know, whatever uh turned out it was fake uh two days later the whole thing was a scam set up by the family to uh try to place in phases top 20 recruitment challenge that they're you know he had made the top 20 cut and the next challenge for them was to make something go viral so rowdy rogan and his parents uh went ahead and faked the whole thing Awesome. When it's a six-year-old, you got to kind of give more credit to his parents than, I mean... Well, him. yeah, so here's the thing. We did the free-to-play cast last Friday on MMOBomb.com. I gave kind of a l- more benefit of the doubt to the parents. At that time, we didn't know it was fake yet, right? And they were they were facing a lot of backlash from people about, you know, why are you letting your six-year-old play these types of games, much less getting them into an esports scene, a streaming scene, a competitive scene, and all that stuff. And I kind of, yeah, I said, no, you know, I, I'm not the type that's going to tell somebody how to raise their kids. That would not have flown for my kids. I would not have raised my kids that way. I didn't. I've talked openly on these shows about, you know, limiting my kids' exposure to things as they were growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, even social media in general, much less, you know, mature content. But I wasn't ready to say, hey, that's bad parenting because I don't know. I don't know what works for you and your family. Uh, now they can go to hell. Um, <laughs> honestly, I'm, I'm done. Like I did my, you know what you do, you, I do me, uh, yeah. and I'll take care of my kids. You take care of your kids. But when you do this a- as a stunt against basically your own audience, right? Your own fan base, um, mm-hmm. you know, it shows to me a lack of, I can't come up with anything creative. So I'm going to go make somebody look stupid and have that go viral. Uh, and they made a lot of people look stupid. Um, yeah, press, uh, including us. I mean, we covered it. You, t- you take advantage of the fact that we can never get a comment off of Activision or any of these other companies on bans, right? They simply do not comment on bans whether they happened or not. They just don't. And they can't. They can't come out and say we didn't ban them because then they're commenting on their ban procedure, which they don't do. So it's a catch-22. But yeah, when... <laughs> If you watch the video explaining it, they try and like make it look like it's his idea, but clearly it's an idea that was on a sheet somewhere that was talked about. And yeah, to me, I was like, you taught your kid how to manipulate your own audience for a few clicks. I'm out, I'm out. No more benefit of the doubt anymore. This one was, uh, I can't speak for Jason, but when I saw it was fake, I was, I was angry. I was like actually angry. I actually just tweeted out something uh, or retweeted something the other day uh, where a rapper I, I follow tweeted out something. He goes, you know, one of the big problems of the world is you can monetize stupidity. And, and that's that's exactly what it is. It's just looking to get the numbers, the hits, anything you can do to get yourself more popular, famous or, you know, put more money. In and indeed, there'll be a portion of the fan base that thinks it's funny, right? You know, because oh, FaZe has got some nutty fans uh, at some points too, and some nutty members, to be fair, uh, in, in some of some of their situations. Uh, but mm-hmm. 
there's also going to be a large portion of your own audience that says, fuck you, you used me, you know, mm -hmm. you used me for a click. Enjoy that click now because you're probably not going to get it in the future, right? Yeah, unfortunately, though, I mean, I, I sincerely believe that we're <clears throat> in the days of almost a, a real life idiocracy where people will pay for and continue to support stuff like that. So I think there's always going to be a fan base there for that kind of stuff. Absolutely. Um, me as a content creator, I, I would never go down any road like that for deception for any reason. It's just like not in my, you know what I mean? Like it, yeah. there's, there's two different kinds of content creators. If you're willing to sacrifice your morals and, you know, soul to do stuff for money, then that's one thing. But uh, I'm not on board for that. Nope. Nope, 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 nope. Uh, what else we got? Zista, did you do Winter Wonderland stuff yet in Overwatch? There's so much I wanted to get done today. I just didn't have the time to do it all. Um, I logged in. I opened my free chest. I got the Torbjorn Lumberjack skin. Unfortunately, I did not get Penguin May. Aww. Well, you have till January 5th. I will absolutely get it. I've actually, like, a little I have bit extended since they the were a little bit delayed. Yeah, I have every single skin in the game, and I have, like, I think I have like 18,000 currency saved up, if not higher. So I can legitimately just go in and buy them all right now. But I, I got I got to try to unlock them at least for free, you know. Uh, Blizzard going to be adjusting the Hearthstone rewards track. We already talked about that on a previous episode, yeah. but the Battlegrounds reset is also happening. So look for There's the rewards track. Uh, what's that big change in Battlegrounds right now? Yeah. Uh, they've actually added uh, spells to Battlegrounds every like four tiers or four turns uh you get a, a discover pool of different spells and stuff unfortunately i didn't get a chance to try this either before the podcast uh i haven't played battlegrounds in almost about two months now so this might just be something to get me back in right now glory won the grand finals yesterday was it yesterday or, or sunday i don't remember i was watching it i watched the damn thing uh so congrats to glory uh <laughs> you guys are you give people access to a Google Doc, and they will type poop at some point. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that about covers it. Are we still at 3 out of 10? Is Lazarus still in first? Yes, we are still 3 out of 10, so the mythic race continues. Before we go, I do want to give you the answer to last week's lore or lies. No lore or lies this week. Uh, Missy was feeling a little bit under the weather, our lore, our lore, miss, uh, lore keeper, so... Hopefully uh, she feels better and her fiance feels better. That and we're off for the next two weeks. So this is the last show until the, the uh, two weeks. Yeah, we'll be off next Tuesday and the following. So we'll see you, what is that, the 5th of January. So Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, whatever your holiday is. Uh, enjoy it. Uh, and then we will see you in 2021. Keep watching Twitch and staying uh subscribed and followed there so that you can get all the notifications on last week's lore lies it can neither be confirmed or denied that sylvanas will have the power over shadowy tormentors in the future but she did not have control of them early in cataclysm we'll never know what happened to coltira Deathweaver under under city so yes that was your lie on last week's show Happy holidays. Happy New Year. We will see you next year. Until we do that, Indy, where can everybody find you? You guys can find me on Twitch at Indy Garona. And I'm also on Twitter and Instagram, pretty much every social media platform. I'm Indy Garona everywhere. I would love to see you guys.
And for God's sakes, pick up the balls. Uh, yes, please grab them. <laughs> Zista. Uh, you can find me at it's Zista, uh, X-I-Z-T-A on Twitter, uh, Zista on Twitch, and uh, somewhere lurking. You seem off. very unsure of your own socials this week. Like you seem <laughs> yeah, really, it's because, really unsure. <laughs> it's because somebody took the regular Zista on Twitter, and I always like, I'm like, is it the Twitter or the Twit? I don't know. I just I get confused. Chat, make sure you hang tight before uh, or at the end of the show here. Don't go away. We've got a streamer coming online right after the show. Mr. Jason Winter, how are you, sir? I'm so good. It's a good thing. I just looked over at the stream just now. I was like, shoot, are they doing their their, their goodbyes? I, I, I forgot to unmute. Yeah, unmute. you. I saw you race into camera <laughs> shot. I was going to be like, well, <laughs> if he's there, we do the intro. If he's not there, we don't do it. Nothing I can do. Yeah. What are you playing? Yeah. Uh, well, tonight I'm going to switch it up. Not playing Wasteland tonight. I'm going to be playing Rise of the Tomb Raider, which is a game that I've already beaten, but I've got some DLC to go through. I'm going to be going through the uh, Baba Yaga DLC, which uh, got to find the old lady in her chicken hut, basically. Yeah, that's that sounds exciting. That's, Chat, that's, that's uh, what it is, man. Make sure you join Jason Winter immediately after the show today. After a few minutes, we'll go dark. Thirty seconds, come back up. The usual. So make sure you stay and hang out. My name's Mike Byrne. You can follow me personally right there on Twitter at MagicMan1, but more importantly follow at RC Radio R-A-I-D-E-O, or head on over to ReadyCheckRadio.com Check out all the other shows, the other episodes of Snowbound. Happy holidays, and until then, stay safe, and we'll see you on the servers. Easily wiped. Mike didn't join us for raid.